Blog Talk Radio.
by being so. Well, I think that you, you find inner peace, especially being a professional athlete. A lot of the times you have to, there are so many different things going around, baby. It's a swirl. you got the crowd. you got the opponents. you got your coach in your ear. you got the competition. You want to perform well. you got all these things. You have to go with inside yourself. So you develop tough skin. You develop a shield. And you find a way to gather yourself and relax yourself. And, and sometimes you see when guys don't do that, very evident, and you can see something right there in your face. But as an athlete, yes, it, it, it definitely is. There's a way that you get into a zone for yourself so that you can relax and find that place where you can breathe and you can still perform at a high level. I see why I'm loving you guys. But listen, I, I also want to ask you another question, honey. Um, right now, you know the situation. We won't go into it. But, you know, I've been under a lot, a lot, a lot of stress. This is a question I want to ask you, and I want to ask you on air so you can give me your advice and your opinion. How should I deal with the fact that it's so important what we're doing, but there's a particular situation that's also causing major stress? How would you suggest that I deal with it? So hopefully this will help some of our listeners. You, you know, when you're dealing with a, a situation that is really stressing you out, my biggest thing, first and foremost, is that you focus on what it is that you are doing because a lot of the time stress is pulling you away from attaining your goal. It's, it's Say your goal is between A and B, and there's a straight line, and if you go from A to B, you reach it, and you got there, that's the easiest route, but we all know that that is not how it goes. There's, you know, it veers a little to the left, it veers to the right, or it goes up, or it goes down. And those are the things that we deal with on a day-to-day and day-to-day life. What I would say, babe, is you focus on your goal and stay on that. Yes, things are going to come up. People are going to get in the way. Some people are going to do their job. Some people aren't going to do their job. Some people are going to make it more stressful for you to do your job. But if you focus on what you need to do, at the end of the day, it gets done. So, yes, you deal with stress, but you deal with it in a way because at the end of the day, you get done what you want to get done. I got a quote for you. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to look right now and grab this quote because it kind of deals with uh, thank you, guys. And I see the callers all on the line. I want to let you know I see you in the 408 area code. I'm not sure where that's at. And um, I'll bring you on the line a little bit later in the show. We really want to make sure that we get it, um, all this out. This show is about inner peace, finding it, keeping it, striving to have it, and all those good things. So I do see all the calls. I see the New York area, Miami, I think, and Seattle, 206, and it's not tied. So no. I'm going to have to, one of you guys, I'm going to have to probably take off the line when the whistle calls in because he has to do sports. But let me let my husband tell me this quote. This is a quote by John Whitman, famous basketball coach for UCLA, won so, so many championships. And it's ironic that I got this quote today, and this is what we talked about. The quote says, things work out the best for those who make the best out of the way things work out. Wow. Things yeah. work out for those that make the best out of the way things work out. So it's telling you that, yeah, things are going to be up and down, there's going to be some things, but if you look at it the best way, you're going to get the best result. And that is also why I love him, you guys, because you see what I'm talking about. He's really good advice, and I hope that this also helps other people out there that's dealing with this same thing. Usually we pay a lot of music, um, you know, throughout the show, but today this is really important that we get this all across um, to you guys. Here's some really good things that we do as a couple that I want to share with you guys um, that helps us. 
Well, first and foremost, I say sometimes, you know, we come home, have a hard day, we've done some things, and we just kind of want to unwind. What we do is we have a nice glass of wine. Nothing like relaxing, taking in some good wine, having a conversation, maybe a low Cabernet Sauvignon, release some stress, or, and, and at the same time, play a little music that soothes that savage beast, baby. Most definitely, and you know what, you guys, I, I think we all adults here, it is 11.30, almost midnight. I have a wine right now, I have a glass right here, my husband poured for me. What kind is that, babe? That is a Merlot, yes it is. Okay, well he's not going to tell you what kind, you're going to have to listen to the show, and at the end of the show we're going to tell you. I'm going to tell you another thing that we do, and it's read a good book, okay? That always settles down your inner being and lets your brain take a break. Reading is great, and it not only is good to unwind after a long day, but it also will feed your mind and soothe your soul. I'm a very, very, well, actually my whole family is, and my husband included, we're avid readers and writers, as you know, we have several books out, but um, the most important thing with a book is it's going to take you out of whatever zone you're in. If you have um, negative energy or a negative zone all around you and stress and strife in your life, pick up a book and try it. I mean, it's going to be kind of hard because first your mind's going to kind of drift back to what the issues are at hand. And I think my husband agrees with me because she's shaking his head and I'm looking right at him. And <laughs> so I want you to elaborate a little more on that, honey. But um, you really should pick up a book and just, just you know, find, if, if you are familiar with the book, find a good part in it that you like. Um, um, I always go to our books um, because we got so many, and I know that our heart and soul was put into them when we wrote them, and so there's so many different sections in there. And now with our latest book, and we'll talk about that a little bit later too in the show, but our latest book that we um, that we have out is really cool because there's these little, I better not say it right now, but there's these little surprises in it that really is uplifting for me. No question about it. You, you know, if you want to read a book and you've been stressed out or whatever, as soon as you start reading, after maybe the third or fourth sentence, you're going to find your mind wants to go to that thing that you're that you're thinking about. And a lot of the time, some of the books that I found that really help with this are books on quotes. So you you're getting short, pithy bits of information that just come to you and make your mind think about thing that you're reading and not necessarily that thing that you are stressing about, and that really helps relieve. Um, it Books also, Deepak Chopra has a lot of them, that really help along the lines of focusing on the positives. Like my wife said, you're around negative energy, where you focus on the positives, because if you dig deep enough in any situation, you can find it. A lot of the times, God is giving you this negative because it wants you to see the good in it. There's something there for you to learn because it's there for you to learn. So that's just another way to do it. Get a book that, that gives you short little tidbits that will make you focus more on that than what you're dealing with. Most definitely. And, you guys, I see you on the line. I really wish I could unmute you right now so you can jump in. But it might take us off of course. And um, so just hang with me. You know, just stay there. Everybody listening at home on your computers, kick back, relax. If you're old enough and you can have a glass of wine, have some. White, red, doesn't matter. Right, on Hard alcohol. Oh, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not going there, no. Not, wait, wait, wait. We're not encouraging them to drink. We're just suggesting that they uh, might want to have a drink. And if you're, like, in your car and you're listening on your phone, be careful. You know, don't, don't run into anything. Listen, you guys, we also have um, some other things that we like doing together. And we said private time. It's us time that we have, you know, because in this hectic world, you know, it can sometimes be a challenge. But here's some things that we try to do. Well, first of all, enjoying nature. This is like the mm -hmm. super 
dig. You want to really get into your inner <laughs> self, really relax. Taking a walk is super big because you get out in the fresh air, take a walk around your neighborhood, or you can drive to a park, you know, and or take a bus to a park. Getting in the grass, seeing the trees, the fresh air, all those things. And it, well, we live, we're from Seattle, so rain doesn't stop us. You get an umbrella, you can still get out there. You're holding it, you're relaxing. It's a time that you talk, you get to see some sights, and really, really unwind. So enjoy the nature. That's really a big one. And I share a little secret with you guys. When I first met my husband and we kind of talked on the phone, we were one of them phone couples that talked for a while before we went out. And then he invited me over to his apartment one day, and I went over there, and his friends were there, and I thought it was really cool because he said, do you want to take a walk? And I thought that was so romantic in Seattle where it rains. It wasn't raining that night, but we actually walked for probably two, three miles, and I thought, nobody's ever taken me on a walk before. So, Gentlemen, if you listen, you hook them too. You hook them like that, gentlemen. Okay, my bad. <laughs> See, it's crazy, you guys, especially on these late-night radio shows. But anyway. Next, you guys, I would say light your favorite candles. That's a hot one. You can find some awesome ones online. You can go to our website. We suggest some. Um, you can go to jackyarcy.com. You can email us, um, and we'll let you guys know. But candles, especially the vanilla ones or the cinnamon ones, they're fantastic. They offer relaxation and serenity. They'll set the mood. Sometimes, like, when I have a lot to do, I have a big list. Because you guys know, if you followed this show, you know that I'm the list person, and I have to write a list. And if I can't highlight it and, like, cross it off, I get really depressed at night, and then my husband, you know, he suffers because then I stay up and keep him up talking to me about what I didn't get done, <laughs> what I didn't get done that day. So I tend to light a candle and sit it on my nightstand and just go down my list, and you know, it just helps me relax. And even if I don't get it all done, he's shown me that you strive to get it all done, reach for the moon, and even if you miss, you're amongst the stars. And that's what he shares with a lot of kids when he does basketball camps and so on. And that's just, you know, go high. You know, make your list as big as you want it. But even if you don't get it all crossed off, if you get a majority of it, you still feel good at the end of the day. So I would say light candles, and that will help you as well. My wife is right on money with that one, and this one kind of goes along with that because we're talking about meditating here. Now, this is a, a really big one, and with the candles, that kind of goes into the aromatherapy. So when you close your eyes and you meditate, this can really help you smelling cinnamon, like my wife said, and lavender and different things. And those scents, those, those scents will take your mind to different places, places of relaxation and things like that, and that's what you want to do when you're meditating. Now, Meditating can come in a lot of different forms. You can go to chanting like Buddhists do and different things. You want to really kind of calm your mind down is basically what you're trying to do in meditation. One way is to lay down flat, put your hands like on your stomach, and just breathe. And a lot of times if you're really, really stressed out and you just start breathing, you're going to just fall asleep. And that's okay because that's probably what you need at this particular time. Meditating is clearing your mind. Focusing on your breath, that is what you want to do. Another way to meditate also is that say there's something that you want, something that you have your mind set on, you've got goals, you've got desires, things that you want to do in life. Meditation is a good way to attain them because you can just focus on that, keep saying it to yourself over and over again, and breathing, and you'll be surprised that a lot of these things will come true. Try meditation. It is really, really good. And you know what, I want to say something else, you guys. This is really touching my inner soul right now. I'm really having a moment because 
That's true. And there's this thing called creative visualization. And, uh, and the reason I'm saying it slow like that, Google it. It's called creative visualization. And that is where you focus. And it's funny because the last couple of years of my husband playing basketball, one of his masseuse told him about that. And he told me one day and I laughed because inside I knew that's what I honestly feel that in prayer is what got me and Doug on the right track, and we ended up getting married. And I talked about this, too, in our book and in our show and, you know, on this radio show and everything else. I used to always say that. I used to say the serenity prayer because he just was not ready, and he said he wasn't ready. And I thought, wow, you know, this is the person I'm spending my life with. And, you know, whenever I share this, he gets real serious. Like right now, he has this really serious look on his face. That's all voodoo, y'all. That's all voodoo. <laughs> he <is> not. <laughs> He's kidding. He's kidding. He's messing up my flow. No, just playing. But no, he he knows. And I used to always say, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom and knowledge to know the difference. And I would say that every day because he just he was in a different place than I was. But my diligence and my creative visualization, and I used to visualize me and him being a family, raising our kids having a successful life, working together as a team, achieving goals, um, uplifting each other, you know, stroking each other, whatever we needed to and being best friends was what we would live and we would attain, and that's where we are today. And whenever I hear about other couples that struggle in and trying to have that same type of thing, it warms my soul because I was there. I was that person. I understand. So I'm trying to share with them, but you got to want it. you got to live it and breathe it. So. In that meditation, that's what it is, creative visualization. I would sit in a quiet room, maybe in the bathroom. He wouldn't know. I'd go in the bathroom, turn off the lights, and you breathe, just like he said, and you go into a different state. I still do that right now when I want a good meeting or I want something to happen good or something for my kids or whatever it is or, you know, a friend to turn their life around. Then you just think about it and you say it in your mind and you see it happening and then it actually starts coming too. And it's amazing if you try it, but you got to really be about it then you would you would see what we're talking about. So anyway, my husband said meditation and I, I agree with him a thousand percent. Next half a massage. It's our absolute favorite thing to do. My husband's the best, actually, for me, because he knows and you know, somebody you love is trying to help you feel better, you feel better. But um when you do venture out and go to the spa, just make sure they have some nice soothing music at one time. <laughs> We went to a couple's massage, but he was in his own room, and the lady was from India, and she turned on some fast music. That's not what you want, y'all. No massage. <laughs> you know what it is? <laughs> See, he's laughing because he knows what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. It makes the masseuse massage pretty fast, and it's not the same thing. It's like, that's not it. Like slow dance, <laughs> no. slow dance, hip-hop, that is back to work. <laughs> no, but you guys massages to see. I gotta keep him under control because he'll let loose. But anyway, I'm gonna move right along. Massages is good, honey. I also take care of each other. Now, when when we say this, this is like right. running hot bath for each other, cooking mm-hmm. a dinner for each other. Now, when I'm saying this, I'm saying help the other person out, relieve some of the stress, so that some of these other things that we're talking about, they have time okay. for. Time is that thing that will stress you out more than anything because you got deadlines, you got to cook, you got to clean, you got to get the kids ready for school, all these different things that you want to do. So maybe you sign your wife up for a yoga class, give her one of our, something my wife going to tell you later, and then she has the time to go to that yoga class because now you said, you know what, don't worry about it. I got the dinner and I got the kids and I got a hot bath for you when you get back, and it just gives that person the clarity to be creative enough to to really 
understand and, and relax, and that's really what it's all about. So take care. Oh, most definitely. And next, you guys, we have share intimate time together, maybe just talking. You know how everybody thinks, oh, my God, intimate time means this and this and this. You can just be talking, and that's a special moment with your, you know, when you share with your significant other. So make sure you uh, allow time for that. That's going to give you inner peace regardless. And if, if you just got friends, maybe you share some intimate time with them. And intimacy doesn't just mean physical. It can just mean just being together, chilling, taking time away from the rest of the world and just share it with each other, okay? You can also try other things. You can practice keeping all things negative out of your life and inner world. Uh, make a commitment to get rid of the clutter in your life. That's a big one because all stress and different things, and you want to get rid of all of that, that negative stuff or just maybe it's not negative, so it's in the way. Get rid of it. Most definitely, and that's a huge, huge one. you got to make a list, okay, so you can attain all your goals and get things done. You guys know, you make that list, cross it off, and then email me and tell me you did it, and I'll tell you how proud I am of you. There you go. Every morning, night, and prayer also goes along with, like my wife was saying, is meditation. Give yourself time to sit and think and relax. Most definitely, and practice, practice, practice positive self-talk. It's so easy to focus on everything that's bad. You have to, you know, sometimes just say to yourself, you know what, look at all the good things I have to be happy and positive about because I, I find that's what helps me, you know, because I could be handicapped or I could be um, somewhere on the streets. I could be without my family. I could be just so many different things to be negative about. Now, I'm not saying you're not going to feel it because I feel it. I mean, I and it just shocks me. I'm always asking why, you know, and trying to find a, a way to help those kind of people. But if you practice positive self-talk, it will keep you out of the gutter, okay? And remember, you guys can always email us whenever you want. You can ask for advice, or maybe you want to just share and just talk to us. You can email us at our MySpace. You should know what that is if you follow the show, or you can email us right here, or go to JackieChristie.com or even my husband's website. If you don't want to talk to me, go to DougChristie.com, <laughs> and you can um, you can join in there. I see you on the line, Wizzle. Um, we got the sports, and we will be jumping right on down into Hot Topics uh in just a moment, right after this. Oh, 
in the news today in Hot Topics, bringing it to you. Jamaica declares state of emergency amid violence. Mass men defending a reputed drug lord sought by the United States torched a police station and traded gunfire with security forces in a patchwork of barricaded slums in Jamaica's capital. That would be Kingston, of course. The government declared a state of emergency as sporadic gunshots rang out in the gritty West Kingston stronghold of Christopher Dundas Coke, a Jamaican Don charged in the United States with drug and arms trafficking. A His defendants or uh, all of his supporters in Tivoli Gardens neighborhood have set up a virtual fortress with trash cans, cars, barbed wire, everything that you can do. A police station in D-Man Town came under heavy fire from the gangsters roaming the streets with high-powered guns. Uh, in, the, in the barricade, there was black smoke spiraled to the sky. The police station was set aflame with Molotov cocktails. Officers, this, sounds like a lot of this is like a movie, baby. Uh, in 2001, they killed 25 civilians in something like this, and right now they are on the lookout uh, for all of his supporters. They were looking to extradite him to the United States, but there was a holdup because they couldn't get everything because the U.S.'s indictment relied on illegal wiretaps. So right now it is up uh, in arms, but really Kingston, Jamaica is a place that right now you probably want to stay away from until they get everything under control because this is really out of control. This is is serious. They're shooting everybody and everything trying to make sure that this guy does not go to prison. Well, you know what's the sad thing is we always go there, you guys. That's like our second home. And, you know, for we don't really hang out in Kingston. We usually go to what's in Montego Bay. But that's near there. And we have been to Kingston going up through the Fern Gully and all of that. And, you know, it's amazing. And a lot of the cruise ships stop in Kingston. So be very careful because, you know, Jamaican people do not play around. And if they get upset, there's not a lot of calming down that's going to take place. <laughs> So you want to be careful. Um, next, in some lighter news, we have we will be at BEA. Everybody in New York City, that's around the vicinity, Brooklyn, Queens, all in areas down in there, come check us out. We'll be at Book Expo America. They got Barbara Streisand opening it, and we will be there, myself and my husband, on Thursday at 11 a.m., one hour, signing books and meet and greet. We'd love for you guys to come say hello, check us out, take a picture, bring us something to eat. <laughs> Because I like to eat. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think I do some, some uh, curry, making curry patties. If, if you're in Jamaica, please bring some down. Yes, well, listen to this, baby. Uh, 57 ancient tombs with mummies. Now, 57. Now, these are tombs that haven't been, uh, they've never been found before, uh, unearthed in Egypt. Archaeologists have unearthed 57 ancient tombs in Egypt, most of which uh, hold and or nately paint wood painted sarcophagus with mummies inside. But listen now. The Supreme Council of Antiquity said on Sunday, oldest tombs date back to around 2750 B.C., before or during the period of Egypt's first and second dynasties. 
Wow, that's deep. I mean, you want to go there, Steve. I, I want to go and I want to see because this, this is crazy. It's about 70 miles south of Cairo, so that lets you know that, that they're out there digging. They wow. found all types of things, and this is going to be something like when back in the 70s when they that's found right. King Tut and all that, and that was the big thing, and it came around to different museums. This is going to be something because one of the tombs was fully, no one had ever touched it. Oh, so my God. The, the um Mummy was dressed in linen and everything. Wow. Yeah, this is going to be something to be seen. So if you watch some of the History Channels and different stuff, check out for this one. New tombs, everybody. And you know what, you guys? My husband has always dreamed of going to Egypt. My my dream place is Europe, but mainly Africa. But I'm a little afraid of Africa because, you know, I've heard about all the different sicknesses and, you know, malaria and <laughs> things like that. But um, Europe is like on my top list to travel to, and Egypt is his. So that's a big, big thing for news and hot topics because he really knows a lot about Egypt. Next, we have a salmonella outbreak, and it's sick in 10 people in 10 states, so be careful. If you like Brussels sprouts, like I do on my sandwiches, um, they said Trader Joe's, Walmart, all kind of different places, um, California places, and everything. Be careful because they're getting really sick. Um, 22 people in 10 states, including an infant in Oregon, that's near our place in Seattle, um, Um, and they have a nationwide recall of the product. So just be very, very careful. You can Google it, Salmonella Outbreak, and it will give you more information on that. So, or you can go to the CDC, and that's the Center for Disease Control. You can go to their website and find out more information, too. And um, lastly, you know, we just really want to thank you guys again for tuning in and staying with us for two years. I want to also tell you you can call in at 347-215-8305 and join us live. I see all the callers on the line. I'm going to open up the line now. I'm not sure who this person is, but I'm going to let you come on because I do want you to have a chance to speak before we jump into the sports segment. And that's in the 408 area code if they want to speak. Are you there, caller? Yeah, this is uh, San Jose, 408, California. Hey. <laughs> no, I just, I, just, I just appreciate it. I love what you guys are doing. That's That's, that's super cool. You know, that you guys are a couple, you know what I'm saying, could do your own radio show. I, I, it's a trip because I was actually um, thinking about because I just started my own little um, blog talk radio uh, uh, account. And I was thinking, uh-huh. you know, it would be cool if like, me and my girl could do a, like a little radio, you know, talk show. And, you know, I, right. I think it just, build, it just builds each other's potential. So, you know, I just, wow. I, just I, I, see, I see you guys going far places. I see you guys doing your thing. So. You know, I, I, oh, yeah, you, you guys are going to do fantastic, no question. We have a blast, and especially if it's your significant other, you just have a good time because you can get on there and rap, and no one knows them better than you, so have fun with it. And you know what? I love San Jose. Can you tell us what's your guys, like, hottest station there? What's the hottest station in San Jose? Well, I like 1061. Okay, okay. Okay, fantastic. Do you ever get down to L.A.? We're in Los Angeles right now. Yeah, I go to L.A. once in a while. Once in a while. Disneyland yeah, and stuff. I take, I take my son to Disneyland and stuff like that. Uh, we, are you a San Jose Sharks fan? Oh, yeah. You you see us over. You're trying to get that cup. <laughs> yeah, and I, you were trying to get the cup. I was I was watching a little bit. I hey, I I understand. We're from Seattle. We don't we don't have a hockey team, but we, we used to the Seattle Totems. But that was back in the day, man. So good luck to you guys. 
Yeah, but you know I got to be a Raider fan, so uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you a Raider fan too? Uh. Yeah, I, I like the Raiders. You know why I like the Raiders? I'm a Seahawks fan, but I like the Raiders because they they don't follow the path. They do their thing yeah. how they're going to do it. Right now, they're not they're not doing too well. But you know, the other thing is, as a fan, you can't go to a Raider game in another jersey because you get beat up. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean you can't you can't even really go to a Raider game with a Raider jersey. It's like it's crazy out there. That's right. right. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for calling in, and please keep on listening. And when you get your show, email us or or let us know. We come on, we'll support you. We'll definitely let everybody know that you're out there and say hello to your girl for us. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'll request you as a friend, and uh, hopefully you just have me. For sure, definitely. Thank you. Alrighty. Okay, everybody. We um that's what we love about Blog Talk. You see what I'm saying? We just make friends all over the place and they just tune in and we tune into theirs and if I have any more wine, honey, I'm gonna fall flat on my face. Uh, <laughs> from there, don't worry about it. Uh, you, you you guys we might cut off the air if she falls out. That's my cue. You better go. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, Tyrone. You know, and he's the whistle's on the line. He's gonna get you. Oh, get it Wibble, you there? Tambolite sete bota. There you go. That's right. You got everybody in Block Talk Land. No, when you hear the whistle, you know it is time for Sports Whistle. There's so much going on on the somber note before we get started, Whistle. I, I got to say, Jose Lima, if everybody saw out there, 37 died today of a heart attack. Major League Baseball pitcher. Uh, unfortunate. He was an all-star, I believe, back in 1998. So uh, blessings go out to the family. Uh, Whistle, starting out, don't keep it baseball. You've seen Hanley Ramirez. I just had to get your take on it. Uh, you, you see the pop fly goes into the outfield. He goes to catch it, kicks it off his foot, and then he loafs. Whistle, uh, hurt foot, is he bigger than the game? What do you think uh, you know, I really don't know what to make of that. Obviously, it didn't look like he gave 100% effort. Uh, and for fans, and, and obviously for management, and being an, an employee, that doesn't sit well either. So, uh, obviously, that's a, a storm you'll have to weather for some time. And uh, it's just unfortunate that the athletes don't realize that uh, you can put a, a little bitty mark on your on your file, and people will bring it up later. So, Athletes out there, if you got anything or if you got your a clean slate, keep it clean, baby. That is totally correct. Hustle is what it's all about. You you're not bigger than the game. You got to give it up if you're hurt. Sit down, no question about it. Uh, I, I totally agree with you on that one, Wither. Well, uh, th- there is so much going on in the world of sports today. French Open started, Wither. I'm just gonna let let's say, let's do it like this. The, the women's side and the men's side, let's just say one and two seeds make it to the finals. Federer and Nadal will be one, two in the men. Venus and Serena Williams will be one, two in the women. Uh, who do you got on the women's side, Venus or Serena? Their sisters going up against each other. Obviously, this is uh, the family feud. Uh, who you got there? Uh, it's a big, big matchup. Uh, obviously, I believe that Serena has – got the better of her older sister. But I just think that Venus uh, will get the nod and, 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 and find a way to get this one. I think now that uh, physical ability uh, is is starting to balance out, it becomes down to a, more of a, 
of a thinking game and, and understanding your abilities. And I think that Venus might have a slight edge in that department. So I'm going with Venus nope. in that one. I, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, I totally agree. When, when you're talking athletic ability, when they were at the height, of course, the athletic ability will dominate and take over. But I believe as they start to even out, all of a sudden the mind comes into play, and she looks to be more of a thinker's player. Now, Wilco, this is uh, you've talked about this many times. We both talked about it on the show. Federer, Nadal. These guys go back and forth, rocking the doll 31-1 in the French Open. Lost last year in the fourth round. Lifetime, he is 14-7 versus Federer and 10-2 and on the clay court surface, which the French Open is on clay. Uh, they're both entering 1-2, and two, Federer number one, Nadal number two. What are you seeing here, buddy? Well, it's another one of those matchups. Uh, you get you get your nemesis, uh, obviously, if you're Federer. Uh, the intangible for Nadal this time is that he's got a hot girlfriend. So I'm going to give him the nod, and Shakira will celebrate with Nadal. Man, if you look deep enough, there's always a girl in the situation. Wiggle. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other way. I think Federer has found his niche. If Rossi's healthy, obviously this is going to be one heck of a match. And, of course, we are jumping ahead because we're just saying that these two are going to make it to the final. The whistle goes with Nadal, and I'm going with Federer. Stay tuned because we will be updating you on this one. Now, you've seen it, Wizzle. We've all been watching it. The NBA has slowed down. We're down to the final four. Eastern Conference, we got Boston, Orlando, Western Conference, Los Angeles Lakers, and those Phoenix Suns. Well, in the East, Wizzle, Orlando just, man, what, what can I say, quit? Is that a good word? Talk to me. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily quit. I think that um, structurally they've been challenged. They don't have the general to come with a plan B, to figure out a plan B. Uh, You know, a a lot of times, ladies and gentlemen, you listen to the press conferences, you listen to coaches, uh, they're pretty much, you got to listen to their excuses or the adjustments that they'll have to make, and it seems like a lot of things that uh, the, that the coach makes uh, for Orlando is based upon the players. Uh, and obviously, you know, the players are going out there. They've done their best. Uh, they had a, a very, very good season run. Uh, they've put together a, a marvelous season and a good stretch. But maybe right now it's, uh, it's signs and times of a, a, a new direction. Uh not one time has he held himself accountable. I just think that uh, he's been out coached, and I thought that that would be something that would be overlooked. But is a huge factor is uh, obviously your your general, uh, the experience he has, situations, uh, uh, some of the some of the, the the adjustments you make on the fly. Uh, if you can recall one of the games earlier, uh, it was the second game in Orlando. Uh, they're down three. They run the play, and, and then, you know, you got a guy in the game who's not supposed to be in. Those little things come back to, to bite you, and I think right now uh, their team is ready to be broke down and reassembled. Now, I, I would have to agree with you, Wizzle. When you talk about coaching, this is a prime example. Dwight Howard is limited. People are getting exposed right now is what, is what really is going on. He's limited. He needs to work on his offensive skill, especially in the block. Now, would you agree with me that their best post player is not Dwight Howard, but 
the guy who everyone says needs to get involved, and that's Rashard Lewis. If you remember last year, he was killing people on the post, and they haven't posted him up one time, and that goes along with coaching. What do you think about that? Well, obviously that's a huge factor, and I've been saying for some time that I, uh, it may seem biased, but I really feel that Rashard Lewis was a lot better player when he was a Sonic, and it's nothing personal. I just think that uh, they maybe used more of his skills, uh, utilized a lot more of his mismatches situations, but let's not start just with Rashard. Uh, obviously, uh, you have Brandon Bass sitting over there, uh, a guy who helped you out a lot during the regular season, and also Gortat. I thought that maybe you can get come up with some tandems, uh, different situations where maybe you don't have to rely so much on the three, but maybe pound the ball inside. And obviously rebounding being uh, such a, a huge, huge uh, opponent of theirs right now, you need another guy who's going to try to attack the glass, and it, it really, it really looks bad right now. And this is the the other key that I think people, they've talked about it a little bit. they talked about Vince versus Hito. And Vince is a good player. Don't get me wrong. Vince has his place, and he can score and all these different things. But the, the intangible thing that Hito brought was the tough, uh, excuse the, for lack of a better word, ghetto mentality that Hito brought. Like if you push Hito a little bit, Hito is going to push you back, and he's going to get in your face. On top of the fact that he's 6'10", can make a jump shot, he passed the ball, got into the lane. Right now, we're seeing that Jameer Nelson is good, but maybe Jameer isn't the starter because he's a little guy, and little guy can't see over all the big guys and get the ball to, to people where they need it. Uh, that's not saying that he's not a good player because I like Jameer and love his game, but this is a, a thing. I think Hito brought something to their team they are truly, truly missing, and it is a tough. What do you think about that? Uh, without a doubt. Uh, uh, and the biggest thing, uh, obviously, uh, you get, like you said, uh, penetration. You get a guy who's tall enough to read the situations. You get a guy who's seasoned, because a lot of people don't realize uh, he does background in, in terms of playing with the Kings. And, and and the way that you share a ball and, and touch your teammates. And I, I just really think that they just didn't give that team enough time. And you guys think about it. This is, what, one year, two years go by after your team starts to gel. And it, it takes a long time to, to really put a great product out there, and they just didn't give their team time. I, I agree with you, Wizzle. And this is something that we're going to cover in future shows, so everybody stay tuned to this one. Is the underdevelopment of the NBA player. And I'm not even going to talk anymore. Underdevelopment, you know what that means. Now, Wizzle, Western Conference quickly, L.A. 2, Phoenix 1, Stoudemire goes bananas, 42 and 11. They run a zone. Uh, we're looking at an L.A. team that's more healthy. Uh, obviously, Ron Artest looks a lot quicker. Uh, what do you think about did the Phoenix have a chance is really what I'm asking you here. Or is this just a facade they won one game? Well, uh, obviously that is the game that we were looking for and uh, and no one looking for it uh, more so than uh, the Suns. But I do believe they have a chance. Uh, obviously it's going to be tough. But you think about it, you take uh, the, the, the biggest blow from Kobe, Kobe Bryant tonight and uh, his game was pretty much overlooked and overshadowed by the fact that Amari had 42-11, and 11, but uh, Kobe was right on the heels of a triple-double and putting together a very good night. Uh, obviously, the way that Amari played uh, uh, in terms of attacking Paul Gasol, I think it puts a lot of pressure on the refs. 
I think that there was a lot of calls that weren't made that could be made in the future. And also I think that it really, really shows uh, the Suns and the coaching staff that they have a, a, a method of play to beating the Lakers, and that is to move the ball. And it's nothing personal against Steve Nash, but you can only run so many pick and rolls. It's time to move the ball, uh, swing it around, and it seems that that's, that's when they're at their best, when Richardson and guys can contribute from the ball swinging around. So uh, uh, in the future, you should look for maybe uh, Nash to come up, pass the ball uh, with when he uh, crosses half court, and, and look to get it back and, and to keep the ball moving that way because obviously, obviously they're a tough team to match up with, and uh, Stoudemire looked great tonight. That's right. For anybody out there who likes basketball, we're talking about the underdevelopment of NBA players. 1,001, 1,002, if you don't got anything, pass the damn ball, y'all. Now, L.A. 2, Phoenix 1, who do you got in this pick, Wizzle? You know what? I, I'm going to go with Phoenix to represent at home and put the pressure back on L.A. Uh, I'm curious to see about the the, 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 the mental makeup of the Lakers right now. I know that Kobe's a fabulous player, but uh, it seems like the scouting report always comes back to allow Kobe to not allow him, but he's going to pretty much get 40 points, put the clamps on everybody else, and I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Wizzle says, game four, Phoenix. I'm saying L.A. 3-1, come home, close it out in five. But you might be right, Wizzle, because at the beginning of the season, I picked them in six games. Uh, as always, Wizzle, your insight into the world of sports is on the point and on the money until next week. Uh, come check us out. But we'll be at 5 o'clock on Saturday instead of 1 a.m. Say that. Late night food, a hey, kosher Go to Kosher Beef Chili Dog, and I'm going to have me two or three ice cream sandwiches. I am out. <laughs> Sandwich. And we are going to jump right on down in love and romance, you guys. That's the wizard. He always has a good time with my husband and see. They emailed us earlier and told us we would have difficulties, and his call was dropped. But he's back on with us right now, and we're going to jump right on down into love and romance. And, honey, are you going to start tonight? Would you um, read the poem for me? Oh, I got you. I'm I'm right on top of it. I mean, I'm more than but on top of it. I got something for you first, though. Oh, Let me give it to you. Put it down. Okay, hold on, you guys. I'm looking at it. Bro. Wait. <laughs> Here we go.
know that I have no, no, no answer for Mr. Marvin Gaye. Because you know what? I'm going to bring it to you and do my best. Are you making your voice deep like that? <laughs> and you know this. You guys, it's you see what I love about you. And I'm going to keep it like this. The sparkle in your eye, the warmth of your skin, the breath on my neck that quivers within. The touch of your hand, the smell of your hair, the kindness in your smile, that strength in your stare, your kiss on my lips, your body near mine, the stroke of your touch, the feeling inside, the sound of your voice, compassion in your embrace, the serenity in your stride, the power in your face, the calming of your presence, the beating of your heart, the promise of tomorrow that we may never part. The beauty of your kiss and that magic in your touch is for all those reasons and more why I love you so damn much. You're a lunatic. <laughs> I added that Straight little bit to me. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling it by the end. Stop it, Douglas. Stop it. See, you guys see what I'm talking about. Anyway, that's the poem, you guys, for this week. We know we like to share with you guys in love and romance a poem for couples. So we hope we inspired you with my husband's um, rendition. And um, in this week's questions, comments, and um, things that you guys wrote in about, I'll start it. Um, the first one is, Doug and Jackie, how do you keep your marriage fresh? This is from Jordan in Manhattan, and I would just say by being best friends and respecting each other and communicating and having fun and allowing each of us to grow. Well, I allow him so much, so much rope. No, I'm just kidding. But just, you know, he's smiling right now, you guys, so I know he, How do we keep it fresh? You tell me. I play brush and gargle with lips. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you knocked it right on the head. You, communication, uh, having fun together. You know, the biggest thing to fresh is laughter. Yeah. Laughter yeah. will keep it fresh because yeah. you, that that is that's a good thing. Laugh a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. And he knows that I really love to laugh. He guys and he makes me laugh every day, and that's a beautiful gift if you can make other people laugh. It's just the best thing, and it's, yeah. I Next. got a comment for you, okay, baby. It on. says, Jackie and Doug, I really applaud you two because even though you were both criticized for so long about your relationship, you never bowed down. That's beautiful and shows a lot of strength and conviction on both parts. Who is that from? Uh, Lisa. Lisa. In Los Angeles. Thank you, Lisa. I hope you're out there listening. I see all the call lines taken up. Thank you, guys. This is so cool for us not to be on our regular show day and all you guys to be tuning in. That lets us know that we're hopefully entertaining and spending some time with you guys and making your night easier before you start your week. Next, we have guys, do you watch the new reality show Basketball Wives? They Hell got, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> they got a show called Basketball Wives. See, there's my husband's answer. Do they have a show called that? No, I've watched one episode, actually 15 minutes of one episode. It's a, it seems like a pretty cool show. I, I don't oh, you did. watch it all no, the time. No. <laughs> I don't watch it all the time. I hope that answers your question, um, whoever wrote that. And then, honey? Uh, this is one for you, baby. It says, uh, Jackie, can you share with me what you gave Doug as his wedding gift? or what you give Doug as his wedding gift each year, Miss Lewis, Omaha, Nebraska, in the house. Um, as you guys know, we have been married for a long time and get married every year. And I think different years, it's been different things. Like maybe it's a card or maybe it's a handwritten letter or maybe it's 
I cook for him because he doesn't think I know how to cook, so maybe I've cooked for him. Um, cologne, I've given him um, dinner, uh, trips. Children? Um, <laughs> children. <laughs> you lunatic. Children, yeah, I think that. Um, let children. Me see. No, I've given children. <laughs> children. I've given Miss Lewis in Omaha, thank you for your question. I've given him lots of different things, but most important, I give him my love, so, yeah. I would have to say that. The last one is you guys write some awesome books. Um, Love them. Will you be writing any more together or separate? My wife and I will be in New York next week when you do your sign-in and would love to meet you both. And that's Eric and Amanda in Brooklyn. And we would love to meet you, Eric and Amanda. Don't come with no guns or nothing. No. No. Yes, we would love to. Bring some Brooklyn Nets gear. Stop it. They're going to Brooklyn. And and we will we will be happy to give you a, a book, um, courtesy of us, just because you were kind enough to write in to us and follow us, and we wish you the best in your relationship. And yeah, check us out Thursday the twenty seventh. Um, what time? Eleven o'clock, honey. Eleven o'clock, B E A. It's going to be thousands and thousands of people, so I don't know where they have us situated, but we're gonna go and do what they tell us to do. So. See you guys there. And lastly, we're going to jump right on down because we got about six minutes left, and we're having so much fun with you guys. The show is just blazing past today. Um, that was a great caller that called in, and I see you still listening. You know, kudos to you. We're going to go to 60 seconds, and you know what that means. That means that Doug has been the overall leader. He's been beating me every time we compete in this category. Tonight he's going to share with you first because he's the leader, and I hope that I can um, dethrone him. You ready, babe? Why well, I gotta go first all the time? I thought it was like the winner goes first. That shows me you never no, played no, twenty one no. in basketball when you was little because you get to say with the winner pick. The winner says who goes. Okay, last so time I checked, I got it. Okay. Now you know, put me out there, got me all on front street. Okay, uh, two thousand ten, everybody, World Cup. You know soccer. It's been on my mind. I'm watching U.S., Brazil, Argentina, England, France, countries from all over the place. June 11th, that will be the day. But this is what I'm talking about, South Africa. That is right. Is it crazy to go on a soccer vacation to a country with one of the highest rates of violent crime on earth? Well, I'm not Sure, but let me tell you something. If you do go and enjoy this beautiful game of soccer in a place that has a very violent crime rate, a couple things. Always lock your car doors and keep your windows closed. Keep your valuables out of sight and reach. If bumped from behind in your car at a traffic light, drive directly to the nearest police station. If you are hijacked, operate, cooperate fully, stay calm, and keep your hands in you. No sudden moves. Uh, if you are on foot, be alert and avoid isolated dark areas and alleys. Don't wear expensive watches, jewelry, or keep your camera around your neck. You don't know what can happen when arriving at your hotel at night. Use the main entrance. Well like that is. Now, if you go to World Cup, and I wish I was going, and I know my wife's <laughs> looking at me like, oh, hell no. This is going to be a fantastic event. Don't be afraid. They have so many police. Actually, 41,000 police will be deployed to the area to protect you. Enjoy the soccer because it's going to be magnificent, and I will be watching wherever I'm at. And that's my <laughs> Okay, fine. You'll be downstairs in the living room. <laughs> and I'll be up. <laughs> 
Okay, you guys, here we go. My 60 seconds consists of thoughts of a tall, sexy hunk of a man I met in the 206, and if you're from Seattle, you know what that is, in 93 at about midnight through a personal friend, a man I feared meeting as I had heard all the rumors and stereotyping about this type of guy and his profession. But I must say it was the best decision I had ever made to go to the restaurant that night against my better judgment and say hi, only to shake hands with one of the most handsome guys I had ever met with the poised smile and a scent I would never forget. Juke, that is. That's the cologne he wore back then, as I would later find out. <laughs> well, I have to stop here because my 60 seconds is about up. <laughs> but, but I will leave you with this hint on who this fine man that I met in the, that night in 93 was. He still smiles at me today. Ha, I beat you. Go ahead and admit it. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you that one because it was about me. Yeah, they, oh, oh. See, you see, you guys? Male chauvinist. Anyway, anyway, we have had a wonderful time. You guys know we miss beauty, fashion, and lifestyle. The connection timed out everything, but guess what? We're keeping it going, and we want to tell you guys thank you so much for um, coming and hanging with us. It made the night really special and cool and fun and everything, and we look forward to catching you guys next week, right, babe? That is correct. And um, guess what else? If you want to write us, you can call us any or you can write us actually anytime at our MySpace. It's hard for me to answer all of your questions right away, but we try to each week. And you know, I guess we can quickly do beauty and fashion because I want to give them their tips because they did ask. So we're gonna tell you really, really fast, honey. Um, want me to start? Mm-hmm. Okay. Always give, ladies. This is for you guys. Um, I want to give you this right here. Give your man a nice cologne. I found this really, really, really cool one. It's by Terry Holmes or Herms, H-E-R-M-E-S. I don't know how to pronounce it, but if you email me, I'll give you the exact spelling of it, and you can go, it smells wonderful. So I want to, you know, recommend that you guys go out and get that for your guy. You like that. Okay. <laughs> uh, also, massages, everybody. A sports massage, Swedish pressure point, reflexology for your feet. Get yourself a massage. You don't know what you're missing. If you've never had one, it will relax you. And we were talking about inner peace on this show. Massage will take you to where you want to go. Massage. Oh, most definitely. And then secondly, and I would like to say that if you're in a relationship, make sure you write your mate a letter. It's really, really cool. Um, it if you don't know how to um, articulate or you guys don't have a really strong communication avenue, writing a letter is really cool because you can express how you feel. So I would definitely ask a lifestyle tip I wanted to tell you. To just make it something that you do in your everyday life. And if it's somebody else, a significant other person or someone you might have met and you feel a certain way about them, there's nothing wrong with writing a letter. But remember, anything you write will, it can be used against you. <laughs> so make sure that if you write that letter, you mean what you say and you're willing to stand behind it. Stocking laws apply. Okay. Uh, sunshine, check it. Go get some. The summer is coming. It is a great source of vitamin D for your body, but use sunscreen. Get out in the sun. Enjoy yourself. Your body needs it. You've probably been inside covered with clothes. Just get out there, enjoy the sun, and soak up that good vitamin D for your body. Oh, my God. And I have a, another really cool thing. I would say the Nintendo Wii. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a really cool game to get your mate or yourself. It's another lifestyle tip because they have, like, the exercise one on there. I just want to elaborate with that one because we actually have one that we bought our son. And what, is it, what does it offer, babe? They offer everything from ping pong, basketball. They have now steppers where you can get involved and, and really, uh, like, follow different 
type of um, activities and different things. Also, they got yoga. They got so many different things for Nintendo. We it is out of control. But we, my son and my wife and I, we do bowling. Um, ping pong is one of our favorites, and they have different levels. You can go against each other. You can go against the game. But check it out, Nintendo Wii. It's like it's out of control. You just gotta go see. And thank you guys once again for tuning in. Take care. Have a great week. Peace. Respect.